This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. This is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime, new concepts, and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Do you think I was able to do it that time? I think we got it right yeah. that time. <laughs> I think it was great. I- All right. Trainers, welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin, and that, like every time, is Renee. What's up, Renee? Hey, trainers. <laughs> I really love you guys so much. Like, I'm sitting there looking at the Mixler thing. Uh, Renee was like, I mean, Renee. Jose was like, you can do it. Zyle was like, uh, is to check your Pokedex again. <laughs> I was about to start laughing in the middle. <laughs> I did. Like, like as, <laughs> as the music was going, I started laughing. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Dre thought he missed stuff. We already went over that. So, all right, trainers. Look like somebody tuned out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So those of you who missed the entire beginning of the live show, we were, uh, well, me, stupid me. I messed up completely. I forgot to hit record and we were already like 10 minutes in and, uh, yeah, we're gonna start over again. So those of you who, uh, are downloading this, after the live show, uh, you can go ahead and check out the show notes over at pokedexradio.com slash 81. Those of you who are hearing this again live, sorry, but it's kind of what I would have to do. Um, so uh, if you have any comments, feedback, whatever, go ahead, email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. Uh, better off email me than um, private message me in the forums because I don't check that very often. Um, so if you want me to respond right away, please email me. Uh, if you have any comments about today's show, stuff we're going to be talking about later, big news, not so big news, go ahead over to pokedexradio.com slash 81 and comment in the show notes. Uh, you can follow uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, pokedexradio.com slash Facebook, or uh, follow us on Twitter at pokedexradio. So, um... Like we uh, like we were just doing a, a minute ago before I messed up completely, we were going, and I'm going to read it again. Sorry, everybody who's listening live. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read this again. Uh, let's. I'm going to do it quickly, as quick as possible, for those of you who are listening live so you don't get annoyed with uh, just hearing my voice. So um, in the last episode, the last two episodes, again, we were talking about um, uh, the future of Nintendo, how Nintendo is going to hold up for the next couple of years because they have been operating pretty much at a deficit for the past two or three years. Um, in the last episode, if you can head over to pokedexradio.com slash 80 or 80, um, you'll find there in the comments, um, one of our listeners, Mark, he commented on there uh, with with a pretty good point because um, what I... What my concern was, and what uh, I'm sure a lot of people's concern was, was what are the what is the future of Nintendo? So, his comment definitely brings a, a, a lot of good uh, points that we can all kind of be hopeful for the future. So, 
Uh, really quickly, what Mark says is, ironically, the thing that seems to be killing Nintendo in the minds of so many is the lack of third-party support. Um, but the thing that will, we will... But the thing that will forever save them, in my most humble opinion, is their first-party household name franchises. Um, let me skip down. I don't want to read all of this over again. Uh, Nintendo is well aware of its fan loyalty, refuses to play nice in the sandbox with the third-party devs, developers, because they know that no matter what, guys like you, Renee, and myself have to go back to Nintendo to re- recreate that childhood magic. Names like uh, Mario, Link, and Pikachu are household names. Kratos, Nathan Drake, and Sackboy, not so much. And it will be a cold day in heck before you see the Italian plumber and electric mouse gracing the machine that does not have Nintendo plastered all over it with their presence. Um, uh, Nintendo continues to dabble in new and unique gaming areas, uh, be it fitness gaming, 3D gaming, motion controls, etc., and care little to what the 18 or 30 year old, a 32 year old hardcore demographic has to say about it, uh, who usually cries, uh, uh, usually has cries of gimmick and novelty. Um, for better or worse, that's why the third parties have cast them aside as difficult to deal with. Uh, they don't even uh, like to give out their third party uh, their kits to third party developers, uh, so these feelings are well deserved. No one will outdo Nintendo's own software developers. Uh, and, uh, and I can if I can stop talking right there for uh, stop reading his thing right there. So uh, I'd also talked about the Wii U. Uh, we watched a video, or I posted a video um, from Game Theory. Uh, that kind of talked about the Wii U being very much like the Virtual Boy, and you know how what what a terrible console the Virtual Boy was. So uh, he goes on to say, I think the verdict on the Wii U is out. Expect uh, the new Mario Kart game, which was the best-selling Wii title of all time, to really alleviate some of the issue. Uh, I look to Nintendo... Uh, I, I messed up on this last time, too. Uh, I look for Nintendo to continue uh, to redefine what a game-slash-gamer should look like, to continue to push the envelope and explore new, innovative gaming mechanics. Sometimes they will strike out, like the Virtual Boy, and sometimes they will hit a home run. Uh, And then he mentions about his 90-year-old grandmother bowling with him on uh, Wii Bowling. And if Pikachu, Mario, and Link are in, we'll be right there with them. Comments? And, um, as we are mentioning before, I I do agree with him completely because um obviously every gamer our age older you know have those uh, nostalgia for nintendo i mean all of us love you know we when we think back on our childhood all of us think about you know when we played super mario brothers when we're playing um super smash brothers on n64 whatever it may be so it definitely that's true and they're creating that same you know memories for the current generation of children so it definitely uh, it's it's true that the Nintendo does will always cause that and will always create that nostalgia for all gamers and that probably will help them in in the long run. And let's be honest, if it wasn't for Nintendo, we wouldn't have all these motion controls. The Kinect wouldn't be a thing. The uh, PlayStation Move wouldn't be a thing. I, I mean, thanks to Nintendo, there's been a lot of innovation. And hey. That that is true, and I, I do want to like I, I agree with you on that, but at the same time, I feel that that would have been a thing, if not right away because of Nintendo, but possibly sometime in the future. Because obviously, we have all of these virtual reality games already, like a lot of the arcade games and stuff like that. I've seen. I don't know if it was at a movie theater or I was like somewhere that there was like a virtual reality Street Fighter Tekken thing. I think it was Tekken where. Um, where you could uh, walk into this like area and you're controlling the character by your body movements, uh, not fluid body. It's not going to take, you know, it's not going to literally be fluid with you, but as long as you make the motions and stuff like that, that was already pre-programmed, obviously uh, you can do the kicks, the punches and, and little things like that. 
Um, but definitely with this era of our new types of controls and virtual reality type gaming, definitely Nintendo is 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 top notch and right on right on point with everything. I think. Yeah, and and there's no way that games would ever evolve if it wasn't for what Nintendo has done for the industry in general. So I do feel that because of that, I don't think they'll ever die out. I don't think they I don't think they would ever go like uh, what happened to Sega, how they became only publishers eventually for video games. developers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would ever happen to them. Um, I do believe that Nintendo, no matter what, will always have a presence as a console. Even if the consoles don't sell well, they'll still be selling well enough that they'll always be around. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we saw the, I mean, I don't really remember it because I didn't really pay attention to the Virtual Boy, but we saw them pretty much suck uh, before. Um, so even though I kind of was very, was very negative about it before, I, I really do think Nintendo will be able to, uh, to, to get out of the rut that they're in. I, I, I want to see them get out of the rut that they're in because I don't, I don't like this. I don't like the fact that Nintendo is off operating at a deficit and then having to, um, Let's just kind of throw this out there since we already were kind of already on the topic. Um, the um, the school supply merchandise thing. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just talk about the uh, the emerging markets and the Mario Kart Eight thing right right off now, and then we'll get into the uh, Kyle Hebert interview later. Um, so Nintendo is a really, and I'm, we've mentioned this before, really trying to 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 expand their market share, really trying to expand what they're actually selling so they can really try to make up for a lot of the money that they have lost. Um, let's see, where's the links to some of this stuff? Um, there's a lot of Pokemon merchandise. Like we were even watching beforehand on the uh, Pokemon Get TV live streaming thing. There's a lot of merchandise for, I don't know what that Pokemon's name is. Those of you who are on the chat on Mixler, please try to remind me of that little creepy Pokemon thing. Um, Looks like a cat. Meowstick. Thank you. Um, I, is that the evolved form? I don't know. Yeah, there's like the Meowstick thing. Um, so there was a lot of uh, uh, merchandise going out about Meowstick. And even on the Pokemon Get TV thing, they showed a lot of like purses and handbags and things like that. Um, what, I, what, what is going to be coming out soon again, uh, soon now is uh, like school Esper. supplies. Uh, Esper and Meowstick. Thank you. Um, are also school supplies based around the uh, generation six games. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Dre Esper. Dre. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dre for the Esper thing too. Um, that's where I got it from. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Dre. <laughs> so, um, so there's a lot, there's that, there's going to be a lot of like school supply oriented stuff. Obviously Pokemon is a, a thing geared more towards kids and, um, a lot of generation six themed school supplies, book bags, uh, pencils, erasers, lunch boxes, Roller book bags, um, coin gym bags, bank, gym bags, uh, pencil cases, water bottles, interesting stuff, but stuff that we've kind of already seen at least a long time ago. I mean, um, uh, Maria actually had my girlfriend, I actually had a, uh, Pokemon bed sheet pillow set thing, um, which I think she still has. She actually gave me the, the pillowcase for it, um, forever ago when we first got together, knowing that I like Pokemon, she brought me the pillowcase, um, so they did the merchandise thing before, and I'm sure it worked for them then. Um, I don't see it as often now, but definitely we're going to see start seeing more things uh, like that. And that's definitely a way for Nintendo to try to earn back some of the money that they've lost. Um, any comments? Yeah, that's true. And and it, you know what? That's it, good for them. I mean, it, they know that they're going to be able to sell all these stuff. I'm 
especially younger younger children, they'll love this. I mean, those kindergartners, things like that, they'd love having their Pokemon backpacks and whatever it may be. So it's good for them. I mean, it's always going to help the company no matter what. Definitely. And and I and like I said before, I feel bad for Nintendo. I I really do. Like this is a company that I've stood behind for so many years. I mean, my first game console was a Game Boy Pocket. I've mentioned that on the show many times. And then PlayStation. Uh, but the Game Boy Pocket was like the thing. And the only reason I got into, uh, other than a computer, but uh, the first, only reason I got into video games like a little bit more hardcore was because of Pokemon. Like, if it wasn't for Pokemon, I probably wouldn't even be playing that many video games to begin with. So let, let's move on from their uh, school supply and merchandise stuff to... Uh, let's let's talk about the uh, the smartphone app thing. So, apparently, Nintendo in their I, I don't want to say desperation, but apparently, Nintendo is going to possibly be coming out with a a, a web based service that's optimized for smartphones. Um, for Mario Kart Eight, where you'll be allowed to go ahead and and watch uh, videos and other stuff. Um, about Mario Kart 8, probably also about Nintendo's things, um, very similar to the uh, Nintendo Direct type of stuff that we have on the uh, on the Wii U and the Wii. And I think can you watch Nintendo Directs on uh, on the DS as well, on 3DS? Oh, I've never tried to be I, honest. I don't even know if you can or not. If you can, that's awesome. So um, obviously, you'll need a Nintendo Network ID um, to upload your racing videos because it's like I said, it's for Mario Kart 8. Um, and see friend activity, which is kind of, I guess that's cool. You know, I guess that's interesting, but I don't see where they'll be able to earn any money from doing that. If it's a free app, if it's a paid app, if it's something that they're just trying to do in uh Oh, let's um, smartphones or a thing, right? Let's put something on them. I think it's more just to at least um to promote their, their games more because if you have these people who you know are downloading the app and they're seeing their friends uh to play the different games like or mario kart in this case i they probably would you know push them to maybe buy the games themselves and something i'm noticing in these screenshots it looks like it's actually um videos from youtube, YouTube. yeah i noticed that so, too which i which is it's weird like are you uploading these videos to a youtube channel uh to your youtube channel to nintendo's YouTube channel. It may just be like, if, if it is YouTube, then weird. But if, if it, I, I'm assuming because these are kind of screenshots of something that is in development, they just put the button there just to put uh, the, the play button there for the heck of it. But that is a very iconic icon, the YouTube play button. Yeah. So, well, one thing that actually is, I feel is, as, as a positive about seeing that it does look like it's YouTube, that might mean that they're, you know, might be relaxing a little more when it comes to their uh, policy on YouTube videos. That is true. Their gameplay. That is true. Hopefully like even when we were watching the, uh, uh, the, the live stream of the, uh, the Pokemon get TV thing, uh, the guy was apologizing. Hey, sorry, I couldn't put the Pokemon anime or else they were threatening to shut down my YouTube channel. So clearly, they might be relaxing on it because there's in the screenshots, there's three YouTube buttons. So maybe that would be awesome if they did that. You can upload your own races to the, um, to maybe your own YouTube channel or something, which would be, and really then from cool. there, it like links up to the Mario Kart TV. Exactly. App. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Um, 
Yeah, and like you said, the uh, the the temporary name currently is Mario Kart TV, Pokemon TV. Huh. So apparently, it's um, they're apparently Nintendo is considering like a new business structure, and um, but I don't know exactly what they're going to do because I I don't think that they're actually going to start developing games for smartphones, iOS, Android, whatever. I don't think that they're going to go in that direction. Um, I wouldn't expect them to at all, but it's something that they might have to dabble in at least a little bit just for the fact of they need something else. You know, like I, and there's a lot of comments on this thing. We're looking at MacRumors.com right now for this because uh, this is where um, actually, sorry, uh, Craig uh, posted this on the Pokedex Radio face, uh, Facebook. So, um, so thank you, Craig, for going ahead and finding this article for us. So. Um, if you scroll down uh, to the comments on this, and if you head over, if you're listening live, you head over to the Facebook. Um, it, uh, Craig had posted; uh, he had shared the link via Mac Rumors, and he said uh, this will be interesting to see. So, if you check it out there, you could scroll down with us and uh, check out the comments. If I can find my tab, there you go. Um, there was a, there was a lot of comments, and there was one that was interesting here. Um, I'm not, I don't even know how to pronounce that name, but it says, uh, how is this a thing? Even if it's a game of, even if it isn't a game of any kind, it's basically a YouTube for Mario Kart eight videos. Um, and the comment continues to say, uh, agree, um, I agree with the sentiments here about releasing emulators for legacy software on the platform. I'm assuming platform, meaning Android or iOS, uh, make each emulator nine ninety uh, $9.99 in each game, 99 cents. Of course, uh, you would have to limit to your, uh, limit it to your own Nintendo franchise games at first, but think about it. The NES for iOS and Android, the Super Nintendo for iOS and Android, the Nintendo 64 for iOS and Android, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, each of them. Like, this is a really good point, honestly. Like, I think that would be kind of cool to see emulators like that, but I don't like it at the same time. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, yeah, it, it, I do agree. It would be, uh, amazing to see that, to see emulators, like actual proper emulators that, you know, work, um, correctly and everything. And I've seen, obviously you've seen, I've seen Sega do it. They have, um, right, they're, they're... Sonic one is, um, Sonic the Hedgehog one and Sonic the Hedgehog two is, um, uh, for Android right now. I mean, I have it on, even on my own phone. Yeah. So it would be nice to see that. Do I expect it to happen? Probably not. I mean, I don't know why, but it seems like Nintendo just does not like smartphones for the most part. Um, yeah, I, I don't think so either, because obviously there are a lot of, um, I, I don't know how to put it, uh, uh, unofficial emulators. I mean, I used to use one myself. I used to play uh, Pokemon, uh, uh, I was playing Pokemon Blue, then I was playing Pokemon Yellow uh, on an emulator on my old little phone, which I have somewhere actually sitting around here, um, on an old, like, really bad android phone and then i did this i started doing the same thing on my uh, galaxy s4 you know playing a pokemon game yeah i couldn't trade with anybody yeah i couldn't do any of these kind of things but still i was playing the pokemon game that i know that i knew and loved from when i was a kid um nintendo could definitely do something like that and go ahead and earn a lot of money by doing that but for the nature of uh the way the uh the android play store uh, the Google Play Store works, and the uh, the Apple App Store. I can't talk right now. Yeah, the um, App Store. The way they work. I mean, obviously, there's going to be emulators already available. Why then would Nintendo even charge for it? I feel because, like a lot of people though would um if they saw it's a official official Nintendo emulator that they trusted more because I know 
a lot of the current ones, like they, a lot of them have drawbacks. They have ads on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to like jump through hoops to get sometimes the emulators working. That's true. Yeah, so, that, that is very true. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was an official Nintendo emulator, I know a lot of people would be um, going to download that. Oh, I, I would too. Uh, but at the same time, like they already have virtual console. You know, and they're remaking their. That's where Nintendo's bread and butter is. I feel in their remakes of games. That's why. That's why Pokemon is such a big thing. That was. This would be a perfect segue, um, but I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that you're bringing all this up, we basically have proven uh, Mark's point of ah. nostalgia. Mark, thou art a genius. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> No, no, seriously, like, good on you, Mark. Thank you for bringing that up, because it definitely, through our conversation here, it took us uh, roughly 20 minutes to bring (laughs) up the same point that you typed up. So thank you. Seriously, thank you, because that that does make a lot of sense. That is Nintendo's bread and butter, bringing back the old, bringing back the nostalgia. Thank you, Mark. I hope to see more of your comments, and I'm sorry for not replying to your uh, message over uh, the the forum forums until like a week and a half later anybody who does message me or email me or sends a email through the um the not not the not the actual email address the feedback at pokedexradio.com but the other um like send a send a uh, message box thing over at pokedexradio.com slash um god i don't even know my own website pokedexradio.com slash contact if you send me an email through there I might not be inclined always to reply to them right away, and I apologize for that. But if you email me directly at a feedback at pokedexradio.com, I will email you within the day. So sorry to those of you who I haven't replied to. Don't don't take any offense to it, but sorry. All right, so um, what were we talking about? Okay, so we talked about the Nintendo um, thing. Um, emerging markets thing. Consoles. consoles, yeah. So let's talk about that emerging markets thing. You got the IGN link? Yeah. Okay. So apparently, according to uh, this IGN uh, article, Nintendo is working on new consoles for emerging markets. And smartphones still aren't on the cards. Uh, This is the the subheading for this uh, article. This article came out on May 8th. Uh, So, what does does that mean? Emerging markets... uh, yeah, we have the Mario Kart 8 t- uh, Mario Kart TV app that is uh, potentially going to come out for iOS and Android phones. Um, I, I don't know what emerging markets means. Yeah, I I want I don't know. Like my first guess would be that it would be smartphones or things like that, but obviously it's not that. It can't be handhelds because they already, you know, work with handhelds. Um, I wanted to say maybe tablets. But that's technically smartphones, so I don't know how they would right. work with that. Because the the thing is, I even wrote an article about it before. The Nintendo Wii Mini. That was a, an extremely scaled down, stripped down Wii, pretty much. Not the Wii U, but the Wii. This was right after the Wii U had come out, or I think a year after the Wii U had come out. Um, why Nintendo did this, I have no idea. But they stripped out everything out of the Wii. They took out Wi-Fi. They took out um, backwards compatibility. They made it a lot smaller. Uh, what else did they do? They did a lot of stuff to it, uh, a lot of negative things to it. It looked nice. Other than that, it didn't didn't really do anything. Then you can just play by yourself um, at home. Uh, multiplayer is f- worked, but 
not uh, over the internet. So that was the Nintendo Wii Mini. It was a very um, much less. Ex- it was a, a an inexpensive version of the. Um, oh and yeah, um, Zyle. Oh, um, no, sorry, I'm, no, I'm reading a comment. Zyle says the Pokemon YouTube channel just released a sneak peek of the third gen Pokemon games. It doesn't show much uh, other than 3D models, but yeah, we're uh, we already saw that. We're going to go ahead and uh, talk about that later on. You're getting ahead of us, Zyle. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so. That was good for if you want to call it emerging markets. I don't know. I don't know what they mean by that because in my because there could be two two definitions for emerging markets. Um, third world countries that are just starting to come up and everything like that that are getting a little bit more you know technological, getting a little bit more, more modern, uh, and give them a device that is not going to be as expensive as the Nintendo Wii U or something crazy like the Xbox uh, one or the PlayStation four or go for a new type of device. Like with the Wii U, they have the tablet thing go in that direction, but apparently smartphones aren't going to be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what they do. Um, hopefully it's something, something good. Because uh, the thing was, let's see, who was the one who said this? Um, Satoru Iwata uh, had mentioned, even according to the IGN article, he, he, uh, Satoru Iwata says, uh, we have had a console business for over 30, for 30 years, and I don't think we can just transfer that over to a smartphone model. Um, and I, I, I'm so confused to, um, to, to what even that means. Uh, the product and price balance must be made from scratch. Uh, we want to make new things uh, with new thinking rather than a cheaper version of what we currently have. So it's not going to be something like the Wii Mini. It's not going to be something like a uh, Game Boy Mi- a Game Boy Advance Micro where everything was stripped out of that as well. No multiplayer capabilities at all. Just single player. You charge your device and you play your game and that is it. And don't worry, Zyle, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm just messing with you. So um, he said, sorry. <laughs> So, I saw um, that. Yeah, so um, I, I, I really don't know what this means. If you have any comments or any idea of what this could mean, once the show notes come out, which are probably going to be in at least 24 hours from the live show, um, pokedexradio.com slash 81, please give me your opinions, your thoughts, anything, because this is definitely a pivotal moment right now, what we're all going through uh, and seeing what Nintendo is doing, because this is, this is interesting. This is new. And I don't want to think arcade games because arcade games aren't a thing here. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because the whole, um, uh, what, what's that thing with the uh, the Nintendo Wii U and has like that NFC kind of deal? Yeah, um, how they're doing. Was is it Pokemon something battle whatever? Um, when it has a little character, the little figurines that you could take a, take to the Nintendo Wii U controller, the tablet controller, and you yeah, have, they're like, trying to basically. It's basically like Skylanders or um, Infinity mm-hmm. for those that that um have know of those. And if you don't know, it, it's basically just little figurines where you're able to um quote unquote scan them, and then you're able to play with them in whatever game you're playing. And- right. No, right, right. So I know they, I know, I think Nintendo did something similar to that with an arcade game. I probably talked about this a year ago uh, um, when I started doing the Pokedex Radio on a more of a weekly basis. Uh, episode 35, 36, probably somewhere a little bit around there is where I mentioned stuff about that. Um, I guess I think I did. Um, 
and it, I, I don't want to think that. Um, I don't want to think um, a different type of handheld. I don't want to think a different type of uh, uh, a home console. Where else can they go than smartphones? Unless Nintendo is like way out of their minds and they're thinking way ahead of us and, and not out of their minds as crazy, but crazy in a good way of they figured out the new thing to do. You know, handheld was a thing, but handheld was even a thing before handheld gaming. You know, there was those little light things that you could like those little dots that moved across. It was like a football thing. I saw it in that 70s show once and I think I used to own one. <laughs> um, you know, that was a thing before. You know, that was like, you know, really, and even the Game & Watch and stuff like that when the, yeah. the Nintendo was doing, so. They could also, and as um a friend of ours at work mentioned to us, mm-hmm. um, they could be going into virtual reality just like um the Oculus Rift is right now. Oh, I forgot that he said that, yeah, so. Project Morpheus, which Sony is developing. So you never know, it might, they might be doing something like that as well. And the, the thing is, I don't know enough about Oculus Rift and was a Project Morpheus to yeah. even comment. Like, I don't even know what those things are. So, but regardless, um, I, I don't know where Nintendo is going with this. Um, I would like to see something interesting, something new, but I really have no idea. All right, let, let's move on. Um Pokemon Rumble U. That was the game. Thank you, Zyle. Uh, and if I'm mispronouncing your name, I'm, please forgive me. So, Zyle sounds right. Yeah, I mean, Z-Y-L sounds Zyle. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Nintendo could be doing anything. You never know. I mean, they, they, they went crazy with, you know, handheld stuff like nobody's business. I mean, they were the, they had like the best video games. You know, what, what Ocarina of Time is still touted as like, you know, the best video game ever, you know, so I don't know. Which, by the way, I bought it on Amazon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Zelda 3DS. Um, I mean, uh, Ocarina of Time. So, uh, let's uh, let's put all my stress to, to the side for a minute. We're going to go ahead and play uh, an interview, uh, another interview that we got from... Um, Man, I'm Poke Press. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just like way can't talk today. Uh, from Poke Press, from Stephen Reich over at Poke Press, he interviewed. Uh, man, uh, he interviewed uh, Kyle Hebert. Kyle Hebert. No, where did I get Mark from? Sorry, Mark was, Mark was the commenter. <laughs> Sorry, uh, he interviewed Kyle Hebert, who played Professor Oak in Pokemon Origins. He also played Gohan in Dragon Ball Z, um, and I pretty much every other Dragon Ball iteration from there. I think. Um, it was like adult Gohan. Yeah, adult Gohan. Yes, thank you. Uh, he played adult Gohan, which is totally cool. And he played a, a, po- a Professor Oak in Pokemon Origins. So let's go ahead and play that. Uh, that can be awesome for now. And um, don't know how long the interview is, so it's going to be a going to be, be a little while. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. This was from uh, Anime Milwaukee 2014. This was just I think um, two or three months ago. Uh, he edited it up and sent it to me. It was um, more of like a panel discussion thing than a, I think a one-on-one interview. I'm not 100% on that. But um, let's see what he has to say. It's going to be interesting. So uh, here we go. Again, that's uh, Poke Press from the uh, PIRN Studios in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is uh, Stephen Reich interviewing Kyle Hebert. All right. Hi. Uh, my name is Stephen. I'm from uh, Poke Press. Um, so... You recently worked on Pokemon Origins, which was a, a special mini-series that went over sort of the original game plot 
Um, you play Professor Oak, mm-hmm. who has been played by um, actually a couple other people in the regular Pokemon TV show, as far as English goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your kind of uh, approach to the character? Uh, were you intentionally trying to make it sound different than what's on the regular TV show, or, or what was the uh, the approach there? The actual... Uh what, what, what happened was, like, typically a voice actor nowadays gets an email audition with the script. We just record it from home and send it on. So when I was told about the project, uh, they were looking for voice matches. And uh, they sent YouTube links. You know, it's like, pick some, some guys you want to read for. And uh, here are the links. So just try and get in the ballpark of this character. So Professor Oak, he's older, so I tried to give an older sort of sound. I forgot how it sounded, but... Uh, I got hired based on that. Uh, I get to the session, and they say, okay, so you're going to be Professor Oak, and let's take a look at what he looks like, and then suddenly, whoa, he's younger. It's like, well, I can't give that old man voice to this guy who looks like he's in his maybe 40s or so. So we went with something that's pretty much just my own speaking voice, and um, it's like, okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll take this in a, in, a, in a different direction. That's pretty sweet. And, you know, from a personal standpoint, it's another obviously huge franchise that uh, getting to play in that playground, you know, from an acting standpoint, is just like, oh, man, this is is so cool. I'm just geeking out that I get to be a part of all this. And uh, actually another anime Milwaukee guest, uh, Bryce uh, Papenbrook, is actually red in origin. Now, did you ever record while he was there, or uh, was it completely separate Typically, when you're dubbing anime and in video games, the actors record individually. That's for a technical reason, Uh, especially if it's a Japanese product, because you have lip sync to deal with for anime dubs. And in video game, when you when you uh, localize, you know, do an an English adaptation, you have to match the timing of the Japanese audio uh, because it's being animated to the Japanese audio. So we may not have all the elements in a game situation. We may just have the script. And it's like you're voicing a 20-year-old, you know, whatever. May or may not get to see a screenshot or an artist rendering or anything. Sometimes that just happens. But, yeah, I would love to say it's like I get to record with the whole cast and all that. That only happens when you do, like, a domestic cartoon situation. You have the cast record. That, by far, in my opinion, is the most fun. You get to play off each other's performance. You're kind of like doing a radio play. Every actor has their own microphone, their own stand, and you're sitting there doing it scene by scene, and yeah, you stop and do it again a couple of times. And, but typically in an anime situation, we're, we're probably done in you know, two-hour chunks. No more than three or four, though. And if you have more than that in terms of, of line count and reaction sounds, then they're going to split it up over a couple of sessions. Were, were you ever in the studio around the same time? Did you ever actually see each other? Yeah, in, in, in the sense that, you know, one session's ending and then the other person's begins. So you see them as, you know, one in the hallway or in the studio as the other person's wrapping up. And then you finish your session, the other actor may, may show up and you may pass each other in the halls or whatnot. And then, you know, we see each other then and we see each other on the convention scene. All right, so that was, uh, again, uh, Kyle Hebert being interviewed by Stephen Reich of Poke Press. Um, Totally cool bit of an insight to uh, voiceovers, which is definitely something I'm interested in. Um, it's kind of why I have a podcast. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, uh, and definitely it's good to hear you know the behind the scenes of it, of how they do it. It's uh, 
Yeah, There's it, more insight into it. It definitely is a little inter- a little more interesting because I, I kind of already knew that they don't record together, but I know sometimes they do. I uh, I have the uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai de- funny ha Dragon Ball Z because Kyle Hebert, um, Gohan, <laughs> uh, adult Gohan, uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai te- Budokai Tenkaichi two video game for the Wii. Um, and I believe they even showed a lot of uh, behind the scenes of them recording and stuff like that, or at least a, a couple of videos of it. And um, and it was interesting to see that because it showed a couple of them actually recording together. Um, but then that was also for the anime. There were so many episodes. I'm sure they kind of had to go a little bit off of each other. And I think even one of the uh, one of the audio directors uh, was even um, uh, how do you, how do you call it? Um, I think he was in the, even the the voice of uh, what's the pig? Oolong. Oolong. I think he was even the voice of Oolong in the uh, uh, in in Dragon Ball Z. Either one of the producers, directors, something like that. So that's always uh, interesting to to see, um, especially when going into that type of field, which is definitely something I would love to do. I've been told I have a nice voice. Um, I used to be told that a lot when I first started doing the show, even though I thought it sounded horrible. Um, but yeah. Um. Awesome interview. I actually really like that. I, I like hearing uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it definitely is good. And uh, before we continue, uh, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, instead of going straight through Amazon, you should visit our Amazon store at pokedexradio.com store. Here we have compiled many different games and consoles, and we're always adding more. Using our store will help support the podcast and won't cost you any more than what you would normally pay. You use Amazon anyway to buy all the all the time anyway. I know I do personally, so why not just buy through our affiliate store and help support Pokedex Radio? To visit our store, just go to pokedexradio.com slash store or pokedexradio.com slash Amazon. All right. That was awesome. Thank you. Um, Jose is like sitting here like he likes my voice so manly. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, thank you, Jose. <laughs> oh, man. Um so, thank you for that. I need, I need that. I needed that laugh today. After being so upset, after you know, doing the replaying, uh, re-recording the beginning of the show all over again, and having to have to go through all of this stupid beginning stuff and messing up, and even even the last episode, I messed up a little bit, but not not as bad as today. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead. Um, Let's talk about Pokemon Fighters. Uh, let's skip over the uh, Pokemon Art Academy thing because that's not really that big of a news. Let's just—I'm yeah. I'm just going to skim over it real quickly. Pokemon Art Academy is a video game where it teaches you how to draw Pokemon. Uh, currently, it's uh, set to come out in Japan uh, only for now, uh, June 19th in Japan. There's currently no international release date, so I don't know if we're ever going to get it uh, outside of Japan, um, the U.S., Europe, Australia, wherever else you're from. Um, but no, it's it seems interesting, but it seems kind of like a Japanese gimmicky kind of thing. Like there was that one game of uh, uh, typing, uh, learn how to type with Pokemon or kind of thing, and you type the Pokemon's names and you learn how to type. It was silly. Um, hey, no offense. I personally would enjoy it. I can't draw, so hey, it'd be nice to learn how to draw. True. In one yeah. way that, you know, I really appreciate hey i'd like to draw pokemon <laughs> oh definitely and um i believe it comes out actually a week or two before that ken sugimori art book that we talked about last time the episode before that oh, nice it comes out like a week before that which is definitely fitting uh ken sugimori the the artist who drew all of the pokemon stuff and then you know or and then right before then uh this game uh, pokemon art academy so let's talk about this pokemon fighters thing 
Um, I mentioned this many episodes ago, um, somewhere August, September, roughly around there, where um, oh, Jose's internet cut off. I, I was oh, I was yeah. just, I was just laughing uh, to the fact that you were saying that no, no other things. That's it. that's pretty much it. You'll hear it. You'll hear it in the in the podcast if you listen to it again. So um, so apparently, Pokémon fighters and the name Pokémon tournament um, and the name Pokémon itself. Uh, was uh, recently, I can't think of, uh, registered, uh, trademark registered in Europe now. So it, it was a thing last August, September-ish. Um, it looks like a fighting style Pokemon kind of game thing. I don't know exactly what it was. Nobody really knows exactly what it was, what it is yet. Uh, so it, it looks like there's speculation that it might be involved with the trading card game. I mean, that's what it looks like, and that's what they're saying in the article here. Um, English version of the set, uh, Furious Fist, comes out on August 12th. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, uh, this, uh, the theme uh, of the new, uh, not to mention the obvious fact that the set is themed after fighting-type Pokemon, and this new game appears to be two. Uh, there's even a fighting-type TGC li- uh, symbol in the screenshot. I, I, I don't know. I mean, just just for the fact of what they're saying there, as uh, anything about uh, kind of like a Yu-Gi-Oh-esque type game, put out the Pokemon, the Pokemon comes out of the card and all that good stuff. Um, possibly something like that, especially with there being that um, that symbol in the, in the corner, the fighting symbol the, or the rock symbol, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of different Pokemon had that symbol back in the day, at least when I used to play the card, uh, the card game. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. This is could because I was thinking another type of Pokemon Battle Revolution stadium type game. But apparently not. You, you never know. I mean, the E3, like it says, E3's next week. Um, or right. not next week. Wow. <laughs> it's next month. And hopefully we'll have hear more news about it. And they'll elaborate on it. And we'll find out if it is like a Pokemon Stadium type game. Or if it's going to be a standalone fighting game. like Which would be interesting. Like. I, I would, I mean, I wouldn't like to see. But I mean, it's it's an interesting idea to see a like, literal Pokemon Street Fighting Tekken type game. That's Super Smash Brothers. Never mind. We, <laughs> we already we already have that, but not specifically for Pokemon. But uh, something interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't have any like awesome theme music to uh, to open up this thing. Um, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is a thing, apparently. Gen 3 confirmed. Hoenn confirmed. Um, Yay. We prayed to Arceus for this, and uh, Arceus will always provide. So I will listen later. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely exciting. I mean... Reply to Jose for me. (laughs) I'm on my phone, and for some reason I can't reply on Mixler on my phone. Um, Just tell him that, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see him now. But I think he meant he's going to listen later. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Like, okay. listen back later. Okay, so listen <laughs> back to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is an awesome thing. They're finally coming out with remakes for Ruby and Sapphire. How many years later? 11 years later. 2003, right? <laughs> yeah, that was about the time. And I, this, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, when you and me found out on, uh, when was this, Tuesday, when we heard the news? Yeah, I think Tuesday, yeah. Because you oh, found man. out first, and then you texted me, and then... Mm, can never remember names. Um... Who's the, who's the guy who writes the uh, Nuzlocke challenge? No, um, I can't think of it right now. I... I'm finding it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, 
man, part two, uh, Nick Grimm, Nick, uh, Grimm and M, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, Grimm and M went ahead and he like tweeted, uh, he DM me on Twitter. He's like, Hey, you know, it's a thing. And I was like, awesome. So, uh, I'm super excited for this. I want to see what's going to happen, but it's interesting. And, uh, let's, let's move over to reading that team knockout, um, article, which I'll link in the show notes and you'll, you'll you guys will see it later. That, um, where does it say it here? I don't remember where it said it. I, f- I forgot where I read it. Oh, I'm sorry. In the, uh, in the actual, it's actually on Bulba, Bulbapedia, Bulba news, whatever the, uh, man, I can't think today. I'm sorry, guys. The, uh, when, when they announced it and everything in the video, it mentions that, um, the new titles promise to take players through a dramatic, and that's not what I was reading. Um, Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire are a fresh take on the Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon on Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire, which launched in 2003 and were fan favorite hits on the Game Boy Advance system. Um, where did I read that? I read something that they're supposed to be about a new adventure. Is it in the video? Where did I read this? It's in the video. Okay. Apparently there's supposed to be like a new type of adventure. Um, yeah, this is, yeah. The, the, the new titles promise to take players through a dramatic story within a spectacular new world. Hoenn is not a new world. We know Hoenn. It's going to be remade and look fancy look like for, for the 3DS. And speaking of looking fancy, um, kind of in <laughs> Jose wanted to talk about this in the Pokemon Get TV that we were watching before the show started. They had a um, a really small teaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, does he want us to talk about the? Uh, wait, do you want to talk about the uh, the uh, video thing that we saw, or the thing where they showed just Groudon and Kyogre? I assume that the Groudon and Kyogre, just the way they look. Yeah, they're really How? shiny this time around. So, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, obviously they're they've been updated to how X and Y look. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Go really nice. And then they they look really cool compared to the way they looked before. And what we saw in that Pokemon Get TV thing, it was extremely disappointing in my opinion. I've already seen the pictures. I've never actually looked at them side by side like they showed on the on the show. But um, November 2014 is when this game is coming out worldwide. Uh, f- at least we're having another worldwide launch, was which is awesome. I like that about Pokemon that they do that they did it uh, for. Uh, can't talk today for X and Y. So I enjoyed that, but there's also a lot of speculation around these games. And I, and I, that's something I want to talk about as well. Um, I know you have the link. Let's head over to the team knockout dot blogspot thing, uh, and talk about a lot of the rumors that are going around and, and, and we'll talk about Groudon and Kyogre and, and pretty much the first one. Um, who wrote this? Um, Matt, uh, his, uh, Posted by thing is uh, his uh, username on uh, on his blog is a uh, fossil jockey MG. So Matt went ahead and wrote something, and I'll link it on the show notes. He talks about Mega Groudon and Mega Kyogre as a possibility because of the way Groudon and Kyogre look right now. The way they look are they are much shinier and much more updated looking, and that's my opinion. That they're only updated looking. I don't feel that they are Megas, but um, do you think they're Megas? Now that I think about it more, not necessarily Megas, but I do feel like there may be an, um, and he mentions it later on in the article, yeah. that they might just be like alternate forms, not necessarily Mega forms, 
but uh, powered up forms of their normal selves. Yeah, and, and he even mentions uh, possible names that he gave them, Omega Groudon and Alpha Kyogre. Because if you even look, and I don't remember where the picture was, I forgot who sent it to me, or I think I found it and sent it to you, yeah. um, that the Omega and Alpha symbols um, are actually on Groudon and Kyogre. If you look at Groudon um, on its arm, most closest to uh, the um, your computer screen, the arm closest to you, his right arm, has the Omega symbol on it in the, in the yellow glowy thing right above his claws. And Kyogre, again, on the flap arm, whatever you want to call it, fin. wing, um, fin, he's a whale, whatever, uh, most closest <laughs> to you, uh, his left one, has the alpha symbol on it as well. Um, well, this one has the alpha symbol. The other one is the omega symbol. That may have just been a design thing. Um, obviously, it, it was intentional. It's not It's not like that was an accident. Obviously, omega, alpha. That could be a, a possible um, thing. Because my, my confusion always was, what's with those... Um, those stones in the games, the the, the uh, in the Ruby and Sapphire games. I didn't. I don't remember what those were for. Do you remember at all? The red orbs and blue orbs. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, no, those are. Um, I think you collected it. I think, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Um, didn't you need one of them to awaken or to get to Groudon or Kyogre, depending on what version you had? Because I do remember that you had to get like a ruby and a sapphire and leaf green, fire red, so you could trade back with um ruby and sapphire. Or let me, let me look this up. Red orb, Pokemon, Ruby, whatever. Um Oh yeah, yeah, it says right here already. To awaken Groudon and Kyogre. That's all it does is so awaken the, them. The red and blue orbs. That's that's all it is just to awaken them. Because yeah. I, I, re- I remember like you have to go through this whole thing, this whole process of going up, what is it, Mount Mount Pyre? Uh, just to get them, and I was like, "This is this is way too much for you know such such a such, um... <laughs> Jose." I'm listening now. Keep going. <laughs> um, I so uh, I mean, it, to me, it was too much of a process just to go and get the legendary Pokemon because there was never anything like that before. Um, right. I what mean, is exciting though is that now that how uh, Mega Evolutions have evolved. Those easily could be, and just like they mentioned, um, Team Knockout mentions, Mega those stones? could be um, Mega Stones themselves. Potentially. Um, I think if they went back and actually did that, I think it would be kind of a cop-out, I feel, because they're called the Red and Blue Orbs. They're not... I mean, they're orbs, Mega Stones are little round marble-looking things uh, like we saw in the, uh, the thing. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know how to take it. Um, I don't know. I don't have an opinion yet about it. So I, I like, I don't want the, I, I don't know if I want them to have megas or not mega evolutions or not. Mewtwo obviously has one, you know, so it's not like exclusive to only, you know, regular Pokemon and not legendary Pokemon, you know, uh, because that's what I had uh, read or heard about before that the idea of mega evolutions were to make the Pokemon become as strong as a legendary Pokemon. Because legendary Pokemon have such much, uh, so much higher stats than any other Pokemon, really. Yeah. But um, maybe if anything, they just balance it out. Well, either way, when it comes to Mega Evolutions, well, legendary Pokemon, no one uses them in tournaments. So that really wouldn't play into it. True. But um, if anything, they maybe they just balance them out, and they're not as powerful regular um their regular form. Mm-hmm. But then their uh, Mega form is 
up to a level of obviously a legendary. Right. Um, cause the thing is what team knockout says, and I've never read this anywhere else. And I'm, so I'm kind of wondering where exactly they got this from. Uh, Matt goes on to write and he says um, that the Groudon and Kyogre have confirmed, have been confirmed to be different. Um, I don't know what he means by that because he doesn't really elaborate when, he, oh man, why is my scrolling messing up? He doesn't really, um, he doesn't really elaborate on what he means by they are confirmed to be different. Obviously they look a little different. They're drawn a little bit differently, but are they mega forms? Are they um, possibly, you know, Omega, different, uh, different, you know, the way, you know, Giratina had its different forms and Deoxys has its different forms, um, which fun fact, this is kind of where Deoxys came from. So uh, gen three. So is it going to be like he says, Omega Groudon and Alpha Kyogre? What does that have anything to do with the orbs? I, I have no idea. Uh, um, one thing that though I am really looking forward to, and they even mentioned it in the article is secret bases. Yes, I loved Secret Bases so much. And, and, Platinum and now and, that, uh, Platinum, obviously now that yeah. Street Passes is a thing with the uh, 3DS, I would love there's so be, much more yes. possibilities with Secret Bases to be yes, able to. I would love to be able to see like other people's Secret Bases as well, other than like if you trade with this person, then you can see their Secret Base. And it's like, really, who am I? Who, who do I trade with? Myself. You know, <laughs> I don't want to see my own Secret Base in my own game, you know, my own other game. So this is going to, this better be a thing. I would love for something like that to happen because. The street pass really isn't used in uh, X and Y, at least not really. Yeah, it's um, just the Pokemon Miles, the Poke Miles, which I mean, like, yeah, sure, they're nice, but... I still have no idea what Poke Miles are. You can buy stuff with them, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah. Oh, oh on the online thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also, um, you, oh, using street pass, you can also uh, trade and, and doing that kind of do that kind of stuff with like other people and battle against them. I remember one time I was at, uh, at USF... Um, University of South Florida, for those of you who don't know what USF is. Um, I was at USF just waiting for Maria to come out of a class, and I'm sitting there, I'm playing the, I'm playing Pokemon, and uh, all of a sudden I see like two people pop up. And I look over, and there's like a boyfriend and a girlfriend sitting there playing a 3DS, both playing 3DSs, and I had the 2DS at the time because I had just bought it. And I'm like, are those people playing Pokemon? And I look up at them, and they both look up at me. And then the girl turns to, the, turns to her boyfriend, and she like like talks to him, like whispers into his ear, and looks at me. And then he looks at me, and I'm like, we're all playing Pokemon, aren't we? <laughs> so, I mean, it was an interesting thing to see. Um, and so I was able to, like, send them O-Powers, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and they did it. And the, the girl, the, the boy ended up, like, getting angry and walking away for some reason. But um, maybe because she sent me an O-Power or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, um, but, yeah. So more, more uh, obvious ideas or more obvious um clues to uh now that we, and now it is confirmed obviously hoen confirmed so uh the latios and latios uh came oh. from third generation and they have that mega leaked a uh, mega um mega latios mega latios whatever uh that was leaked uh, months ago that yeah and like clue. they said there's no actual mega stone for them but yeah, they do. They do have the soul do. They have the Eon ticket, so you can get in the little boat and get there. So maybe the uh, like stuff like soul do and uh, um, the red and blue orbs could possibly be some kind of mega stone or alternate form stone type of thing. Because uh, for Giratina, didn't you give it an item for it to change? I think so. So this could possibly be something similar to that. It could yeah, be you know interesting. I just kind of thought of. Um, obviously, we know that they've done sequels with games with you know obviously pokemon um black and white too yeah 
Now, what if Sorry, Omega was, Ruby? <laughs> what if Omega Ruby and um? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. I just never said it. I, I know. I thought the same thing. We but, can't uh, say it on the show. Omega to be clean. Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are like sequels to Ruby and Sapphire. Like they're supposed to take. No, don't say that. No, 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 no. I wouldn't want that because then you have to go back and play the other ones in order to understand what's going on in this one. Kind of. Well, well, I mean, if they do it correctly, like it could still, you know, you don't necessarily need the first ones, but it like it's still, you know, it kind of like extends the story. I, I don't know if ex- I'm explaining this correctly at all. No, no, I, I get it because yeah, you know, red and blue, and then gold and crisp, uh, gold and silver came afterwards, and that was m- kind of like a sequel. And and when when Ruby and Sapphire came out, yeah, they mentioned that uh, the the main character um, was the Ethan and 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 May. I think the the girl's name and the guy's name was uh, depending on which character you played as. You come from Johto. Uh, the the father Norman or Normand I forgot which what it, what it was with the D or was just with Norman, um, apparently was from Johto knew you know the gym leaders back then so he came to Hoenn to become a gym leader as well. You know, so yeah, and 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 I I just got a a message from a friend of mine that they did say you know it's going to be a whole new story this game so I mean that, that's right and I'm like. Because they, they do mention it's a new adventure and a new unexplored land, and that doesn't make any sense. Like we've already know Hoenn. Why why would it why would it be a completely new land? Unless they're going to expand on like we were talking about this a couple days ago. Unless they're going to expand on the region, like they did with the remakes of Red and Blue, or Red and Green, uh Fire Red and Leaf Green, where they added the Sevi Islands. That could be nice. But what else can they add in Hoenn? Like, I didn't really watch the anime when it got to the advanced generation. Advanced battle, I think is what it was called. Yeah, like, I don't remember a single thing about that. Yeah, no, me, me neither. Like, I, I stopped pretty much, like, after Johto. Like, I didn't even watch, like, all, a lot of Johto. And even Zyle says he hopes that they're not sequels. Because it, I mean, that's that would be a, 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 an interesting idea, but it wouldn't make any sense. If anything, they might just be kind of like um, reboots. Like they're gonna touch on the story, but they're gonna like elaborate on it and maybe improve it to, um from the original. That that would be nice, yeah. Like like kind of like what they did for like Fire Red and Leaf Green, where they elaborated on a couple of things, like in order to, you know, like the Sevi Islands weren't actually like a um like a, a mandatory thing you really had to go through. I think, or I think you did have to do at least one thing on the Sevi Islands. You had to like rescue. At least islands one, two, and three. You had to like rescue um, some girl or whatever, rescue some town before you go back. Something yeah. like that. And um, I, I never played um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, mm-hmm. so I'm not entirely sure how was that story. Um, I didn't play through the, the whole thing. I didn't play through the whole thing either. But I know that there was more of a story to the the kid with the red hair, your mysterious rival. That it mm-hmm. actually does go into the idea. It he is Giovanni's son. Yeah, I've heard that part. Yeah, that that's that's a real thing. Like that's legitimate. He is Giovanni's son, which I loved how they expanded on that. Like it was so good. I didn't play through that part, but I read about it, and I'm just like, yes. Like I, 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 I oh, I, I, and, it, and look who's uh, joined us on the chat on Mixler. Will, what up? Uh, oh my well, god, you got a point there. I mean, now that they have the 3D effects better, um. Dive would be much better now. The whole underwater exploring from that game, because I remember at one point you could dive into an underwater ship, and I can just imagine with the now with the three D and how the worlds listeners. are rendered. 
Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyways, with, with dive and, you know, underwater, I think that would be amazing. Oh, sorry. 25 comments, eight listeners. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that would be definitely a, a lot cooler because they did remove dive as, a, as, a, as an HM move completely for the, for the past few games because there was no need for it. I, I would like to see them expand on, on, on dive as well. Yeah, and what if they can same with flying to see as we can go into Rayquaza domains. Um, Well, a friend of ours from work uh, has commented on the Mixler saying, "Imagine what if they did the same thing with fly, um, as we can go into Rayquaza domains." I don't think I don't I don't think that would be no because like it's not we're gonna be what are we gonna do walk in the clouds like it it has to have some sort of physics. I know it's Pokemon, fly on your Pokemon. What you can now that just kind of made me think. No, no, no. Yes, because underwater battles. Underwater like, battles would be interesting. Like sky battles? And sky battles. That would actually be really cool. I'd, I would like that. I really don't want to write show notes for this episode. Because it's going to be so <laughs> much. Um, and what did Zyle say? What if you can do... Uh, man. Um, what if you can do uh, Kalos after you beat it and they're trying uh, to kill... Um, hang on. Wow, I can't read today. Um, what if you can go to Kalos after you beat it and they're, and they're trying to to kill to birds to oh two birds with one stone gen 3 remakes x and y2 oh so after you beat oh i didn't even think of that that's actually good wait, yeah wait, wait, so wait. after you beat the hoenn region uh-huh. you can then go to kalos no i don't think they would do that not at all they would they wouldn't well no 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 not at all i don't i no <laughs> no, no, no! Now I don't think they would do think, that. Though. No, it, it would be interesting because they did do that for Johto and Kanto. Yeah, at, gold and silver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gold and silver, and obviously heart gold and soul silver and crystal. But Zile, you, you got me to think. Good, thank you for that. I, I'm confused. Oh. They can well, use has a point. Power. I mean, that does seem like something that they would save for like console, being able to jump between the different. Uh, Stop it. You guys are blowing my mind right now. I can't do this. It's already been a bad day for podcasting today. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that's definitely it's I like the idea and all of it. It's uh it's pretty good. Extremely interesting stuff. We have to really just kind of wait and see cuz obviously these are all ideas. Is will keep going. No, he's done. Okay, um No, cuz he kept like doing like quick stuff. So, is this obviously is a lot of our speculation. And yes, even though we pray to Arceus and he has answered our our our, our prayers of, of bringing back uh, Ruby and Sapphire, I think a lot of the things that we're talking about are all completely speculation. It's just going to probably be another remake. Because it's, it's going to have to be. It's not going to be anything like explosive and amazing. At least I don't think. Well, we never know. I mean, E3 again is next month and they'll probably have... They might not delve into it a lot, but they'll might expand at least somewhat. True. Get more footage of it. Yeah. So, um, uh, keep going off of this, uh, team knockout, um, blog post. Uh, obviously there's going to be more mega Pokemon. Mega, um, Blaziken was obviously, you know, uh, a key component to, uh, X and X and Y, where you could get it. If you get the game, you know, quick enough, you get mega, uh, the, um, Torchic with the Blaziganite, uh, Megastone. And yeah, there's obviously a, all the starters are going to have it. I mean, yeah. we're going to have, there's going to be a mega Swampert. No, there's Will, gonna there's not going to be a mega Mudkip. 
<laughs> it's going to be Mega Swamper, not Mudkip. But yeah, no. Yeah, there's going to be all the starters, and I'm sure there's going to be a Mega Slacking. That's, the, yeah. Really? You think Slacking? It's your father's Pokemon. Huh. Right? I think, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because Norman is your dad in the game, and he's also the final gym leader. I would expect him to have a Mega Slacking. Or come back, because you can come back and rebattle the gyms, right? As long as you beat the I Elite Four. I don't remember how, how the game works, but um, yeah, I would expect him to have a Mega Slacking. I would, I would yeah. expect to see more Mega Evolution throughout the game rather than just, what is it, like the one the one Elite Four person had it, and then Mewtwo? Yeah, and, and that's why I'm thinking that um, that the game is going to take place later than the originals took place because now that mega evolutions have been discovered i think that might be played more into the game than it obviously than it did in the first one since it wasn't even around Mm -hmm. but at least in x and y how x and y mega evolutions really was more late game for it right so i feel like probably this is not necessarily sequel like but you know it's gonna be a little later on i'm I'm sure and with, with the advent of mega evolutions I wouldn't be surprised if Kyogre and Groudon did have a Mega Evolution, including uh, uh, Rayquaza. And obviously, we know Latios and Latias does have one, um, or do have one, excuse me. Um, what, what are the other? Uh, Jirachi is another Pokemon from Gen 3. Uh, Deoxys is another Pokemon from Gen 3. Possibly. Oh, the Reggies? Oh, all the Reggies, well, yeah, all the Reggies, um, more than likely Reggie. are ready for it. <laughs> um, more than likely, I wouldn't, I would expect them to, I would expect to see uh, the Reggies to have them. If not the Reggies, but Regigigas, definitely. I'm sure they're going to put Regigigas in this game. They better. Um, yeah, which is odd that he wasn't in it. He was in the ones after that, wasn't he? Yeah, he Rizzo. was in, uh, yeah, he was in, uh, he started, Regigigas came out in the fourth generation. So, yeah. And, and. We obviously know that there are Gen 3 um, Mega Evolutions, because as Will mentioned, um, Ralts' full-form Gardevoir. Gardevoir, yeah. Had a Mega Evolution. I don't know about Tropius. Tropius? Tropius. No, Tropius doesn't have one now. I mean, it could potentially have one. Uh, What's that one? Um, uh, uh, Electric? Oh, yeah, Electric. Absol was another one. Absol as well. Can't think of any others. Yeah, Salamence never had one. But the point right? is that yeah. there were a lot of Gen 3s that got. Very true. So I was going to say something I completely forgot. Manetric. Thank you, Will. <clears throat> so lots of interesting stuff coming coming for uh, this. Do we, cons- do we still consider this Gen 6? I, I would have to assume still we're going we're gonna to consider this Gen 6. Because they're only remakes, right? Yeah, because wasn't Heart Gold Soul Silver? That's still technically Gen Four. Four wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, true. So yeah. oh yeah, and I agree with Zyle. The Battle Frontier that was in um in Emerald, if I remember correctly, they yes. introduced that. Oh yeah, they're going to probably introduce they're that. They're going into- to bring that back. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming they're going to bring something new to where that Pal Park thing was. Because if you're going to be uploading your Pokemon to the Pokemon Bank, there's no need for a Pal Park. At least I wouldn't expect there to be. Hello. Mm. Okay, <laughs> you got cut off for a second. Um, Sorry, I started drinking water. <laughs> okay, yeah, I completely finished mine, so I'm kind of thirsty. But um, I would expect there to be something new rather than Pal Park. 
because pal park there's no i feel that there's absolutely no need for it anymore because if you're if, like i said if we're going to be uploading stuff to the cloud there's no need to oh let's uh transfer this up through our games especially because at least we're still in the same generation now we'll see what happens in the next generation they're gonna have to have something other than pal park yeah what other interesting stuff happened in the game um, um they have to do something with the um what's it called the space center yeah i'm expecting them to actually do something there they, like they, they actually elaborate to. in it they have to uh, i mean and i want to see something to do with deoxys obviously i don't want to see a mega evolution of deoxys but eh, you never know um mew that's what i was going to say mew uh, i think you have to have the, the eon ticket or some sort of special ticket in order to go and see mew in these games so I'm expecting to see something else from Mew as well. Not a Mega Evolution. God, I hope not Mew doesn't get a Mega Evolution. Mew 2 got one. Um, yeah, you never know. It could. Um, Zyle, you confuse me. He said <laughs> Gen Thrix. I don't know what that means. He conf- uh, today is just not a good day for me. So I'm expecting to see Mew because there was that like special island ticket thing. Like the Eon ticket. I think there was something else for Mew. Uh, Oak's Letter. Uh, no, that's uh, Gen 4. I'm sorry. Regardless, there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff in this game, uh, I'm assuming. It's going to be exciting, though, no matter what. I mean, this is what everyone's wanted. This is what we've all been, you know, we've praying all been to Arceus for. Exactly. Like, we, got the, we got the Johto remakes, uh, the Gen 2 remakes, a couple of years ago. It was only expected that we get these. And I'm expecting, like what, like Mark said, I'm expecting them to keep coming back with remakes for every new generation. I, I really am. I don't care. I will throw my money at it. I, oh, Pokemon contest. I forgot about those. What Pokemon contest? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. do like those. I really hope, yeah, they bring those back I'm again. sure they're going to bring those back. Um, I had my cool Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I, most of my <laughs> stuff was cool, yeah. Either cool or what was the other? It was another one. Um, either way. Oh, three and six. Oh, yeah. You know what? That makes sense now. I like it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, so I, I am definitely expecting them to keep remaking stuff for every new generation not just like oh let's make it you know like i'm i'm kind of surprised honestly i'll throw it out there that they didn't put um red and blue uh, on like virtual console stuff for like the ds and the uh, uh 3ds and the the wii you know the funny thing um we're back to uh where we started the entire show for real back to the nostalgia factor with the yeah. and that's, that's why i said I, I think i mentioned it just a second ago um wait what else is Isle saying? Yes, but oh, oh he already said it. I'm sorry. Um not paying attention to my phone too much. But um <laughs> no yeah, definitely coming right back to where we started at the beginning of today's show. Well the second beginning of today's show. Where we <laughs> where where we yeah. Mark hit it straight on the head. He hit, he hit the nail right on the head when he said that. And I think it was uh I forgot who it was who put it on Facebook that um uh that uh philip j fry picture of you know you know take my money it was a uh, uh, peter um mm. oh my god Gen three confirmed yeah take my money yeah, it's like pika 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 you know it's like yes take my <laughs> money <laughs> you know um i'm yeah and i like the other picture that uh uh owen also put up you know it's been three thousand years <laughs> from from uh from x and y yeah uh, i'm definitely happy that this is happening um what else can they? Uh, what would they be able to improve on? They got the secret island thing, the hidden island, or whatever it's called. 
Mirage Island. Mirage Island, thank you. They have to put um, something there. Mega evolution of Web Effect. <laughs> like, come on. But uh, yeah, I definitely think um, weren't there unknowns a lot in X and Y or not X and Y? Wow. No, that's uh, Diamond. And, uh, it's Diamond and Pearl. That yeah, the secret bases. Obviously, they need to improve on those, and I think that's going to be yeah. With Street Pass, that's it has to be put into the game with oh, Street Pass now. Definitely, like it just makes sense. It makes did, perfect sense. Didn't they do something similar to that with um, uh, with the DS version games that uh, Diamond Pearl and Platinum? It wasn't like a Street Pass kind of thing, obviously, because we didn't have that then. But uh, uh, you could play over wireless with with people in the underground. Um. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The um, that little mining yeah. mini game thing that was going on. Yeah. The hideouts. Yeah. There the we hideouts. Go. Yes. Thank you. Um. Yeah. I think that was someone. Yeah. But and as Will said, it wasn't fleshed out. But like the secret bases, they could easily do that. And if I'm in, and I remember secret bases because I love them. You could battle the person or like an avatar of the person there. Yeah. And I, I think inside I, the secret bases. I think I mentioned that like in a episode eight where i talked about evs of uh, effort values there was a it was a lot easier to uh, ev train uh using those because then you could have your trainer um let's say if you you know you have two games and you uh i think you had to like either tra- trade each other or something like that or you had to at least link up and mystery gift with each other something silly like that um and so one of your games has like all pokemon of like three EVs that they'll give when you battle against them. So I remember, I, I think Butterfree gives special attack or something like that. Let's yeah. just say it gives special attack. I have no idea. Um, so you have four Butterfree and then you send them and then you send your secret base to the other person and that other person then battles your, your I'm sorry, six Butterfree and then battles your six Butterfree and then you can EV train a lot faster that way. That was a thing I did. Yeah, I mean, but now obviously with the super train, that's not as uh. Oh yeah, that better come back because that was so easy. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing something like they, they taking better, that out. They better not get rid of that. And I, I, they didn't have night and day in X and Y, did they? Yes, they did. They had, uh, they had uh, weather because I remember there was that raining. No, that that area. was black too, white too. They do no, they, no. They had, they had weather too. Cast form, cast form was changed with the weather. Right. Yeah, so weather there better was that be improved. One route that always had um that Rain. was always raining. I had my secret base there. <laughs> Uh, I think mine was too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could also find Feebas. The only place you could find Feebas was in that area too. It's so hard to find Feebas uh, in that game. Hopefully they make it a little bit easier because I know that was like you had to fish at a certain like square pretty much. You remember that? No, I think if I remember correctly, I got Feebas traded to me oh. and then from there I just breeded it. Right, yeah, no, because it, it, was, it, was, it was hard to, find, to get a Feebas. Like I... I fished for a long time to get that. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I'm looking at the chat, sorry. Um, so yeah, so I want to hear your comments, what you think is going to happen in the new game. When I go ahead and I post the, the, the show notes for this, again, the link will be pokedexradio.com slash 81 or 81. Um, I think we're pretty much done beating this topic like a horse for today. Like a dead horse <laughs> for today. Not a live one, a dead one. <laughs> so for today, so let's go ahead um, are we done? Uh, we've got to do the Pokemon of the episode, but that's it, right? That's yeah, all we got to talk after about. Yeah, we're done. All right. Um, I will put the video up that that uh, the Pokemon Company put up on their YouTube. It is an awesome video. I'm hoping that's it's interesting. 
It's, it, I'm hoping it, it improves off of that. If that's not going to be the final video, because that's like a sneak peek that they said, Pokemon Omega yeah. Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, where you'll you'll see the video. It's kind of cool. I still, and I know even though Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, that makes sense in context with the the game name, with, with the games themselves, the stories. I still wish it would have been Radiant Ruby and Shimmering Sapphire. Yeah, but you can, okay, okay. So I'll I'll bring up my point that I said that um, that I that I told you the other day as well. They were really getting like. How do I how do I put it? Like the little Aristotle thing that I sent you this morning, <laughs> with the little kid, like you know, yeah. oh, change your perspective and it change you know change your the way you look in life or something like that. So um, it's a Pokemon thing. I'm not going to post it on the on the on the blog, but they were getting really like technical with stuff like X and Y about evolution and mega evolution and gene. Yeah. Like you're thinking about like genes and stuff like the X chromosome and Y chromosome. Um, yeah, okay, they started off with red and blue with colors, and that's kind of, you know, everybody kind of starts from there. Then gold and silver were interesting because, you know, you had, and then uh, you had, like, the silver wing, and then you had, like, crystal with the, the, the bell and everything like that for, for uh, Suicune, and uh, uh, the rainbow wing for, uh, for Ho-Oh. Um, then you move to ruby and sapphire, where things get a little bit more technical, and they start bringing in the, uh, uh, the idea of deities, um, where Kyogre carved the um, uh, carved out this uh, carved out the seas and Groudon raised the uh, raised the land, you know the 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 story of how the Earth was created, and then with Gen Four, um, with uh, Diamond and Pearl, and then Platinum, they brought in the the deity uh, with Arceus, with being the creator, the god Pokemon, pre- uh, pretty much, uh, which is I know Will wants me to talk about this on the show. We'll do this some other time, but. Um, and then, what do they do for Gen uh, for uh, Black and White? Black that and went to it was like, more um, like weather stuff, like Thundoras and Landoras and stuff like that. Kind yeah. of like the embodiments of the elements type of thing, which they kind of did already with uh, with uh, Raiko, Suicune, and Entei. The embodiments of like the North Wind, um, a volcano, and like lightning or something like that, or fire and lightning. Um, so yeah, they, they they really get like. I don't want to say weird, but interesting with their stuff. Not not weird at all, but like really, really thought out, well thought out stuff. So definitely Omega Ruby and Alpha, yeah, Omega Ruby and Alpha Self, Sapphire is definitely bringing it to like to an extreme, I think, but in a good way. Yeah. I mean, where can they go? They're like, growing. They're growing. That's definitely. What they're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm thinking like, where are they going to go from Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end? Like, I don't we'll know. see, because I mean, if they next thing that next remake that they would quote unquote make would be obviously um Diamond and Pearl. So shimmering that's diamond time and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean that's time and space right there, right? True. Yeah. But they so, all I mean, they but they already that. they already did um uh, a time and space type of theme for the um the mystery dungeon games. Yeah, but those technically aren't you know. The main Pokemon games. True. So I mean, they, they always could go off of that. You yeah. know, I have, I have no idea what name we could take for um for Diamond and Pearl. Well, we'll see. Because I mean, this is kind of a curveball. Omega and Alpha. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. So um, Will uh, Will keeps going. Um, 
uh, saying that, uh, well, this is the last remake of the pre-DS generations, which is true. Um, and he continues to say, what if they did a giant multiplayer console version next? That's not happening. I, I guarantee you that is not happening. I think they've even said that they don't want to do that at all. Um, yeah. It could be interesting, though. I mean, that would be awesome. Obviously, we all want the game with all the all the regions in it. Like, I want that someday. Um, hopefully before you know it's too late you know to play the games or anything i won't be able to see or be dead or whatever so hopefully that'll come in the future we'll see what else happens so yeah and that would and i was actually about to say this and will beat me to it um the nintendo does need the money and that would definitely sell consoles yeah it would that I mean, definitely you see, would. obviously the 3ds when pokemon x and y came out you couldn't you know you couldn't sell those quicker. True, yeah. I mean, I even I bought the 2DS. That's the only reason I even have the uh, the, the 2 slash 3DS generation is because of Pokemon. Like, if I if Pokemon ever came out for it, I would not even own the, the game, uh, the, uh, the console, the handheld console right now if it wasn't for Pokemon. <laughs> so, what is he still doing? Uh, would they do a Gen 1 remake again? I don't see them doing it anytime soon. They, they better, eventually. I mean, they eventually probably will, but I don't see them doing it anytime soon just because of the fact that, um, we kind of have, that was the... tech... yeah, we, they already remade generation one all, once already. So I don't see them doing that at least for another, what, three years doing oh, another gen okay, one. Remake? I thought you were about to say 10. I was about to be like, no, 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 not that <laughs> no, far. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I, I am expecting them to remake the, the old games as well. Um, a third reboot of, or not reboot, but a third remake of gen one i am expecting that they do need to update the games but i think the reason they brought back um the starters this time including mewtwo including the uh uh the legendary birds like you know after you beat the elite uh, after you beat the elite four and everything you get to find a legendary bird or at least um i've seen zapdos at least in x and y yeah that's so there's not really much of a point to remake the games now. We have all the Pokemon now. But they better. I want to see that. Yeah, eventually they'll do that. All right. I, I think we're done with this topic now. Um, you want to hear more? You want to throw in your speculation? Pokedexradio.com slash 81 when you actually get the... Um, uh, when you get... Uh, when the show notes are out. I'm starting to like completely lose concentration. So let's go ahead and let's get to the... Uh, the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? All right, the Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon. Um, Pokemon, hang on. Pokemon number, number two seventy-two, Ludicolo. Thank you, Pokemon number two hundred seventy-two, Ludicolo, the carefree Pokemon. I for, I swear I thought it was like some like the dancing Pokemon or something like that. I could see it being care the, the carefree Pokemon, but I swear it was something different. Um. So, this Pokemon, Ludicolo, is from Generation 3, which is the reason uh, we picked it for today's episode, is uh, water and grass type. Um, it has uh, one of th- uh, three different abilities, obviously two normal abilities and one hidden ability that you can get if you uh, get the hidden ability for it. Uh, originally, uh, let's go ahead with its evolutions first. Uh, it evolves, uh, its base form is Lotad. Lotad evolves at level 14 to Lombre. And then with a water stone, it'll evolve into Ludicolo. You want to go over its abilities? Yes. It will have, obviously, one of three abilities, two regular. Uh, Swift Swim. When rainy, the Pokemon speed doubles. However, speed will not double on the turn when uh, weather becomes heavy rain. 
Um, second ability, Rain Dish. If heavy rain weather is in effect, recovers 116 max hit points at the end of the turn. And then the uh, hidden ability, Own Tempo. The Pokemon cannot be confused while having this ability. And I like uh, both of the, uh, the the water abilities that it has because I believe the one that I had had uh, the uh, the rain dish or so, uh, one of the I can't remember because it's been such a long time. I actually EV trained and raised Ludicolo because it was one of my favorite Pokemon from Gen three. Because um, I believe, let me scroll down to its stats real quick. It's not the strongest Pokemon by any means, but he does have a pretty halfway decent HP if you raise it to have that. But um. Let's go ahead. Where where were we? Um, you can't find Lotad in the wild at all, but you can find at least not in X and Y. But you can find Lombre in the wild. You can fi- find it on Route 15, 16, 21, and in the Pokemon Village. And of course, Ludicolo being a Pokemon that evolves via Waterstone, uh, Stone Evolution, uh, you cannot find it in the wild. And there can be found a fifty-fifty chance for male and female. Yeah, which is a little easier. Um. Uh, to find, like, especially if you want to breed it or something like that, it's definitely uh, a little more interesting. Uh, it's uh, Ludicolo's uh, flavor text from the X and Y uh, Pokedex. Uh, yeah, Pokedex. Um, uh, X says, if there is festive music, uh, all its muscles fill with energy. Uh, it can't help breaking out into a dance. And then Y, the rhythm of bright festive music activates Ludicolo's cells, making it more powerful. Which I'm surprised it doesn't have, like, a um, a sound... Uh, hidden ability like something to do with sound or if it gets hit with own the, tempo technically eh, yeah can't be confused while having this ability but I'm talking about something like um, uh, what's uh, soundproof or something like that I'm expecting it to have an ability something like I don't I don't know I forgot what soundproof does but regardless something like you know it gets hit with a uh, with a sound type move like growl oh or, yeah or something it like that then it, it. yeah then it's either it doesn't affect it or its speed is increased or it's uh, whatever it's something like that would be interesting um, but yeah, that kind of was, uh, anyways, it's, uh, his stats, Ludicolo stats are HP 80, attack 70, defense 70, special attack 90, special defense 100, and a speed of 70. Pretty slow, but it's a nice special defense kind of tank thing. It's not going to be the best uh, by all means, but I liked the Pokemon. I used it mainly for, um, uh, what did I use it for? I had it, I had Surf. I had, uh, I don't even remember what I had on the Pokemon. Definitely, uh, I definitely used it with my Kyogre a lot back then. Obviously, Kyogre has the, uh, it's a hidden, uh, not hidden ability, yeah, hidden ability um, and all that stuff. So I'm definitely um, interested by what uh, Zyle says. I, I mean, it, that makes sense. Tierno from X and Y, he should get a Ludicolo for his dance team. Ooh, doesn't he? He doesn't have a Ludicolo? No, I don't think he was even um in the game at all. Well, no, obviously he wasn't yeah. in the game. I mean, but I don't it. remember him with a Ludicolo, though. Are you sure? I see, I'm not sure now. <laughs> I'm going to look it up to see if I can find him. No, because like, all the comments like on my phone just completely stopped. Like I don't know what's going on. Five new... Oh, there you go. <laughs> it just wasn't even like going. Um... Let me see if I can find Tierno quickly. Tiano's a little chubby kid. Yeah, I, yeah. I swear, like I don't remember him having. Uh, I think I, I don't remember honestly. Uh, let's see. Jeez, sorry, text message. Um, Oops, that's not what I wanted to see at all. Uh, 
I don't think he had a Ludicolo. He had like I was expecting a Ludicolo because that's why I think I thought he had one. No, it doesn't look like he ever does. At least from the um from Bulbapedia, it doesn't show that he ever has a Ludicolo. But it would have made sense. It definitely. And maybe if he does, has he makes an appearance in X and Y? Stop it! Sorry, no, no, stop it! No, I know where you're going with this. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want that to happen. Like I don't feel that should happen. If if because the thing is, at the beginning of Ruby and Sapphire. You are actually also in the same kind of time period as you are in um... – no, I'm thinking of the wrong game. I'm thinking of Diamond and Pearl. Never mind. I'm sorry. Because at the beginning of Diamond and Pearl, you're actually kind of in the same time period as uh, Gold and Silver because they talk about um, the Red Gyarados. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see all the games kind of coincide with each other in some way, kind of like a Legend of Zelda type of timeline theory thing. I want that, but I don't see that how how they would be able to do that. At least not with um, Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. All right, so it's an hour and a half already, probably a little bit less. So let's go ahead and let's wind down the show. Um, any comments? that you have about Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, please put them in the show notes. It should be up. If you're listening live, it should be up in about a day. It's going to take me a while to write some notes. Um, if you're listening to this downloaded, it's you're, it's already up. Go comment. Pokedexradio.com slash 81. I know this is going to be a pretty popular post just because Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So I'm hoping <laughs> to get to see more downloads and stuff like that. The same thing happened around X and Y. So we'll see. Any what was the question of the episode? What do you expect to see slash change in the generation three remakes? And, um, also if you want it, um, you can also email at feedback. Oops. I forgot the email. Wow. G- <laughs> feedback. <laughs> That's fine. Feedback at Pokedex That's F E E D B A C K at Pokedex radio.com. So, um, but yeah, uh, if you email me, I prefer emails to be like, concerns about the show like you suck or something like that um and the comments to be like i think this is going to happen in the next video game pokemon thing so i'm I'm hoping to, to see like a lot of comments on this really like i mark gave an amazing comment last time and every time i see your guys comments it's always like so awesome it's like you guys well all well thought out and everything like i love doing this show like i love the listeners of the show as well what did what did zyle say Maybe they could. Maybe in the remakes you play as Tierno. Oh, that, oh, that's when he said that. Man, I'm really behind on these comments. <laughs> so, like, it's not up. It's not loading on my phone for some reason. Yeah. No, I would not want to play as Tierno. Stop it, Zyle. <laughs> um, oh, Will's gonna write you a feedback email. You can just tell me on Monday. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Not um, the same, right? <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah. Uh, those of you who listen live, thank you so much for staying. I'm sure some of you did stay the entire way. We still have seven listeners. I know one is me, one is you probably. But still, regardless, I know some of you are listening live. Zyle, Will, uh, who else did uh, comments? Um, Jose. Jose. Uh, Dre, I think, was listening as well live. Um, there's too many comments. I can't scroll through all of them. Um, and yeah, there were probably yeah. others. No, yeah, comments. it was uh, Z- uh, Zyle, Dre, Jose... 
and I'm sure there were others as well listening live that did not comment over on the Mixler thing. But eventually, those of you who are listening live uh, who are, have been using Mixler to comment, I do want to have actual an actual like comment thing on the website so like we, we don't have to go to another website to talk with each other. I want to put like some sort of like IRC chat thing uh, on the Pokedex Radio website itself so we can all listen and chat together on the website so we don't have to go anywhere else. So let's bring up music. Doop-a-doop-a-doo. Let's bring this down low. There you go. I like the music. This music makes me makes me smile. But that's it for the show today, trainers. Um, those of you who downloaded, thank you so much for downloading the show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. What's uh, what's your Twitter, Renee? At Renee Only One E. Uh, the Pokedex Radio Twitter is, of course, at Pokedex Radio. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter if you'd like at fs Austin Vo. That's uh, like Flashlight Studios FS, and then my name, Austin, and then VO, because I like doing voiceover stuff, which I do on occasion, which is always really fun. But, so yeah, that, that's it for today's episode. Um, like I've mentioned already a couple of times, comments on the, over in the show notes, pokedexradio.com slash 81. Um, we do this live every Saturday, hopefully uh, eight east, uh, sorry, 7 Eastern time. Today we were a little... Uh, uh, a little delayed, delayed because of Pokemon Get TV. Yeah, which was really disappointing. Like nothing happened, but I'll put up a nice video that you'll watch, and stuff can happen here. And that's, that's where we like to see. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody who writes on the Pokedex Radio website. Thank you, Dre. Uh, thank you, uh, Griminem, uh, and those of you who have emailed me saying that you probably can't write anymore. It's okay. Don't don't worry about it. Like I've thank you for all the stuff you've done for us. Thank you to all the listeners uh, for who's listening live and or downloading this podcast. Um, if uh, you want to support the show, head over to uh, pokedexradio.com slash Amazon. You could buy stuff on Amazon there and support us or uh, pokedexradio.com slash donate. And you could just throw us a few bucks. It definitely helps a lot um, with uh, a lot of the fees and stuff that I have here. Um, or at the very least, subscribe and throw some comments down uh, on the show notes. Definitely Give us a thumbs up that. on Stitcher. The thumbs up on Stitcher review in iTunes. I said subscribe, right? Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, you said subscribe. Um, so, yeah, so that's the show. Um, so that's Renee. I'm Austin. Austin. <clears throat> I need some water. Letting you know <laughs> to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. podcast is a flashlight studios production copyright 2014 flashlight studios for more information you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the pokedex radio at pokedexradio.com and thank you for listening